This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. America WK with your host, Andrew WK. Always question yourself the most, then question others. But if people make you question yourself, then we can be thankful for them, even if they do it in ways that are unpleasant. It's been said before, and I'll say it again, it is the speech that we most disagree with that we have to fight most passionately to protect. America WK, Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. It is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Yeah, yeah, I know. The Pope is in country. I got it. Preaching his social justice climate change talk. I got it. However, the coolest thing come from the Pope News is the new uh, the new Pope rock album called Wake Up. Man, I want to play a clip. They've got a I'll put a link on my Twitter account uh, at JeffyMRA and uh, my Facebook uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, you can click on the link inside the story and listen to uh, listen to a preview of uh, the title cut, which is uh, tremendous. And if it's real, I mean, I guess it's real. <laughs> if it's real, it's going to sell millions because you know the Pope is just going to hawk his album everywhere in the world. And you can click, when you look on the link, you click uh, whatever language you want. So it's worldwide and releasing his his album, The Pope, Wake Up. <sighs> Sounds really, really good. And I know John Boehner stepping down. Yay. Yeah, well, just watch what's in his wake before you get too happy. Guys like him don't leave without throwing some crap out the window first guaranteed guaranteed but it's good to good to see that come to fruition uh we were i don't know if i can say this um just know that it was rumored that john would be going away after the pope only just not as soon man i mean he was like uh Hey, Pope, forgive me. Okay, I'm stepping down. Instead of taking a couple of days. Was, I mean, it was, uh, say, uh, you know, 8,000 Hail Marys and uh, go in peace, my son. You're forgiven. Okay, I'm stepping down. So, bye, John. See you later. Take care. Take care. And you still have the presidential nominees running around the world everywhere telling everybody how good they're going to be. And, of course, the front runner, you know, Donald Trump. We, everybody loves to hate Donald or loves Donald, whichever whichever side you're on. But earlier in the week, uh, Rich Lowry, uh, the editor of conservative magazine uh, National Review, uh, was on uh, The Kelly File on Fox. And <laughs> his quote was, part of what's going on here is the la- that last debate, let's be honest. I mean, Carly cut his balls off with the precision of a surgeon, and he knows it. 
And uh, Kelly was, uh, what? What did you say? You can't say that. I mean, of course. Come on. Come on. But uh, then Trump tweeted. We had, a, we had a little Twitter war between Don and Lowry, which was great. Uh, Donald tweets, incompetent at Rich Lowry. Lost it tonight on at Fox News. He should not be allowed on TV, and the FCC should fine him. Donald Trump at Fox News owes me an apology for allowing clueless pundit at Rich Lowry to use such foul language on TV. Unheard of. Really, Don? So, Rich uh, went ahead and uh, replied to at real Donald Trump. I thought Carly cut your balls offline might bother you, but you know it's true. At real Donald Trump. I love how Mr. Anti-PC now wants the FCC to find me. Hashtag pathetic. At the real Donald Trump. So it's okay for you to insult Carly's looks, but you can't handle me describing what happened to you in the debate. At Donald Trump. Man, you can dish it out, but you really, really can't take it. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Because at Rich Lowry, 100% right. On all accounts in that in that battle, 100% right on all accounts. So you've got that going for you. And, of course, this weekend, the start of climate chaos. 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 Remember the French foreign minister, 500 days to avoid climate chaos, and we're smack dab in it, baby. Yesterday was the day. But actually, what he was talking about was the big U.N. Uh, meeting coming up uh, in November. Well, they're just going to have a great time. We're just going to get our climate our climate reparations to the rest of the world. Yay! And you know the U.N. is just going to soak the U.S. for every dime they can get. And this administration is going to be happy to give it to them. Yay! So we have climate chaos. We have, oh, we have the super moon. The supermoon eclipse. Huh? I know. Looking forward to that Sunday. It'll be cool. Now, i got to tell you, the five, the five supermoon eclipses, uh, what, 1910, 1928, 1946, 1964, 1982. I've seen them all. Uh, after Sunday, the next supermoon eclipse will occur in 2033. Hoping to get to that one. Now, what's... Particularly good about this particular uh, supermoon eclipse are the times. Uh, It begins uh, at 11 after the hour of 8 o'clock Eastern time. You'll start seeing a little bit of it. And then the total eclipse starts at 11 minutes past 10. And those of you that know the horrors of the number 11, you realize what that means. And also... The worst part of the supermoon eclipse, it will last one hour and 11 minutes. Dun, dun, dun! So we've got that to look forward to on Sunday. And we also, you know, Sunday, hello, we've got, uh, uh, you know, Fear of the Walking Dead. And, you know, the new Walking Dead is October 11th. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. We'll discuss a little bit of Walking Dead a little bit later in the show. Um just for, you know, you Walking Dead fans, because uh, I got a couple things to comment about the new Fear the Walking Dead. Um, that program 
we'll get to it. Because I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, I probably could never be, uh, I mean, I guess Jeb Bush and everybody else can say, I smoked pot. I'm sorry, Bob. Uh, I smoked pot once. Shut up. I smoked pot once. All these guys agonize me. I smoked marijuana once. I smoked half a marijuana cigarette. Sorry, Bob. Yeah, right. Okay. I smoked half a marijuana cigarette 85,000 times. Sorry, Mom. So more and more people are for the legalization, right? I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Well, Men's Warehouse founder, George Zimmer, you remember him. Uh, he spoke at the Cannabis World Congress and Business Expo. What the heck? How come I wasn't invited? The Cannabis World Congress and Business Expo. Now, you know that was a fun place to be. And I, I actually didn't realize this. Apparently, it's well documented that he is a big-time pot smoker. I mean, I guess he's talked about it on television before, how he's smoked pot regularly for 50 years. I mean, look at how bad he's done. He's only worth a few hundred million. Yeah, boy, sucks to smoke pot, doesn't it, George? But uh, he uh, said that uh, this is the uh, biggest hoax. Actually, he didn't call it a hoax. He said it's the biggest con that's been perpetrated on this country in the last century. He talked about, and he was referring to, uh, POTS Schedule One classification, uh, which considers it to be one of the most dangerous drugs. He said it's treated like heroin. This is the biggest con that's been perpetrated on this country in the last century. Now, one thing that I'm, I hope that he did in his speech is talk about, you know, when you're high. You know, when you're high. Oh, I'm going to have a light the way you look. I guarantee it. Thank you. <laughs> that's precious in broadcasting right there. Let's try it again. We'll just try one more time. I'm sure he spoke in his speech that, you know, when you're high, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. See? Now that's what he's talking about when you buy men's warehouse suits right there. Come in stoned and you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Absolutely. (laughs) In his speech, he said it's astounding that everyone else knows the truth. And the truth is... You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Absolutely. Smoke smoke a bunch of pot for 50 years and... You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. No doubt about that. <laughs> the Cannabis World Congress and Business Expo. Uh, <laughs> their theme this year was... You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Thank you. So, I mean, it was... Would have been fun to be there. George Zimmer, founder of Men's Warehouse. <laughs> All you have to do is get really, really high, and then... You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jay Severin. 
good luck with your new lobbying firm. Because that's what Boehner was always going to do. He was not going to leave Washington if he were 89 years old. He wasn't going to leave Washington. He was just going to leave political office. He was going to leave a salary of $200,000 a year and make $20 million his first year as a lobbyist. Jay Severin. Weekdays, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. On the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Yes, it is. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA or Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook or JeffyMRA Instagram. I mean, look, it's a social media world. Hop on for the ride, okay? Plenty of uh, broadcasting uh, throughout the day here on the Blaze Radio Network. Mike Opelka, Pure Opelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast. Andrew WK, America WK, right after Mike. Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Paggs. I mean, it's a Saturday lineup for you that, uh, you know, is really uh, uncontested uh, around the world. This is where you need to be, right here, the Blaze Radio Network. And I understand, you know, I can't promise anything, but I understand that... uh, uh, Mike with Piro Pelka, his gift today for you to listen, he's giving away. I heard, you know, I heard in the break room, and I don't know that it's true. I hear things once in a while, you know, I go in, I get a drink of water, people are yapping, I kind of overhear, I eavesdrop. And uh, I heard that since it's football season, they were debating on, you know, other people have their little footballs and their hats and everything. Mike is going to be giving away a, a stunt brain penalty flag. So he's got a special little face on the penalty flag for you. But, uh, you know, look. Could it happen? Sure. Is it going to happen today? I don't know. But it's what I overheard in the in the break room. Some very disappointing news uh, on diets. Look, I am so focused on diets right now. It's been driving me crazy. Okay, I know that. Look, like four years ago, I started with simple to lose. And, you know, I lost over 100 pounds, about 120 pounds. And then, uh, you know, I've gained about, I don't know, 50, 60 pounds back. So let's say half of it back. And so I'm still, you know, I'm still way less than I did when I started and way less than I did, you know, many for the last, you know, 10 years. But I still feel now since, uh, you know, simple to lose and, uh, you know, habits of health have, you know, really made me focus on what I'm eating. I feel like now I'm this monster, huge, fat person that I was before. I know I'm not. I'm just saying that's what I feel like. So you know, I'm back. I'm going back. I'm going to lose some weight. I know I've got to have surgery. I got to have shoulder surgery. I want to. You know, I got to lose some. I want to lose some weight before I have my surgery. By the way, the doctor didn't tell me that. He doesn't care about me. And uh, so you know, I'm back. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about weight. So I read these things. Diet. Not pills may still be the best bet for brain power. What? I can't just take a better pill. I mean, isn't that what it's all about? For years, we had the cartoon of, uh, what was the stupid cartoon? Underdog. Take a pill, be strong, fly around, be the hero, right? And now we have uh, we have the pill from, uh, what's his face, a stupid movie, and they've got the stupid TV show now. What? Oh, I can't even think of the stupid name of it. Ah, it doesn't matter. I'll think of it. 
But you take a pill, be stronger, be better, be faster, right? Be smarter. Well, they're saying, eh, that's not so fast. Not so fast. Um, and by the way, in my ear, he gives me a movie that, and a TV show that that's not it. But, uh, okay. I mean, I know that's not it. Okay. So if you're going to give me an answer in my ear, make it be the correct one. Okay. Just telling you. Now you're going to make me go look on the air live to remember the stupid TV show and the movie with the movie with what's <laughs> the movie about, you know, the pill with what's his face. Come on. Come on. Now it's a TV show. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Limitless. But well, yeah. Limitless. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. With what's his face. And now there's a TV show. You take a pill, you get st- smarter, faster, stronger, right? I mean, that's that's the way we want in America. That's what we want. We want to be able to take a pill and be smart, and that's it. Well, uh, not so fast. They're saying no. They've got all these diets to say they, you know, that will help. They've got all these pills. No, you can't. They're saying that it doesn't really affect you as much as possible diet. They're saying that... Um, you know, look, it might not even be a particular diet. It just might be that uh, the foods that you eat uh, keep the blood flowing in through your heart, which also keeps the blood flowing in your brain, which helps you. Okay, so there's plenty of plenty of uh, you know information out there of what to eat and and how much to eat, and uh, you know it's a balanced diet. Really, nothing in you know you're supposed to eat everything in moderation. And you really shouldn't be eating all that ice cream and limited amounts of red meat, limited amounts of cheese, limited amounts of butter, limited amounts of sweets, and dried food, and fried foods, limited amounts of fried foods. I got it. Okay. I know. I know. Can't we just come up with a pill, please? But no, we can't just come up with a pill. And then we have news about the millennials, very sad news for the millennials that uh, it's harder for them to actually lose weight. Uh, according to studies, uh, even no matter, it would take an increase 10 to 14% for these people to lose weight. Okay, this just if you're 25, you have to eat even less and exercise more than those older to prevent gaining weight. Hmm, uh, it's kind of strange, huh? Now that may be that we're you know we're at a point where most of these people aren't living in a food desert, and you know we're actually uh, we're fatter because we're more. What's the word? What's the word? Yes, we've made a lot more money. That's capitalism. Yes, someone needs to explain that to the Pope. Okay. Capitalism is okay. You know that few extra pounds you put on there, Pope, that's because of capitalism, not because of social justice. Got it? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I know you do. So anyway, uh, you can go to, you know, here's the whole thing wraps right around simple to lose because I'm back at it. I'm back at it again. They're not even, you know, they've been, they're, I've, Dr. Anderson, Dan Bell, Brian Drollinger, they've all, you know, they've, uh, they're, they're now they're friends. They've changed my life. They've made me think about this stuff in my brain a different way, looking at things a different way. And I know uh, what needs to happen. And so I'm going to make it happen. And if you want to make it happen, just go to simpletolose.com. Very simple. 
Simple, the number two, lose.com. Make it happen for yourself. I'm on my way. I'm telling you, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm back. I'm going to be, I'm going to be back to fighting weight. Were you ever at fighting weight? No, I was never at fighting weight. And, uh, I'm not going to be fighting weight since my shoulder is screwed up and, you know, of course, the doc wants to, you know, do it right away. Hey, I think we'll take a look and wait just a little bit. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on in my life. Last thing I need is shoulder surgery. Walking around, gimping around with one arm. He didn't think it was funny when I asked him, look, we've come a long way in prosthetics. What do you think? Maybe we just cut it off and give me a, give me a robot arm? He looked at me like, what the hell are you talking about? The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. (laughs) Wow. All right, a little bit more on fat. Wait, more on fat? Yeah, more on fat. Uh, in state, listen. Okay, here's the obesity rate. It's actually, it's actually kind of stark. Uh, Arkansas, West Virginia, and Mississippi were states with the highest adult obesity rates. Okay, uh, Hawaii, District of Columbia, Colorado had the lowest rates, and uh, you know, Midwest had the greatest uh, prevalence for obesity. The South wasn't far behind. Yada yada yada. According to the CDC. More than a third of U.S. adults are obese, and around 17% of children are obese. The study puts the obesity rate for African-American adults at 47, almost 50%, and Latino adults at 42.5%, and white adults at 32.5%. That is just staggering. A lot of fat. A lot of fat going on. So... The National Science Foundation is spending $1.7 million to monitor how and what obese families eat. So if you've got fat dad and fat mom equals fat kids, I guess, to the National Science Foundation. Fat dad, fat mom equals fat kids. And hey, let's track what they eat and we're going to give them sensors to wear on their waists. Yay! That's what I want to waste a waste of fat sensor. Okay? What they is put it around your waist to track the family's eating habits in hopes to bring about behavior modification. Yes. So what it's all about. Fifteen families are going to be studied the first year, followed by twenty families who will be monitored for two months at a time. Project will continue until twenty nineteen. And they're only going to spend $1.7 million on this? I bet they're going to go, but they'll go back for more money. On the National Science Foundation, $1.7 million. They've got to go back for more money. Oh, here you, and all, we've already got more. USC received a little over a million, and uh, University of Virginia received uh, uh, almost a million, and we're already tacking on more. Yeah, they had to. They're not going to be studying all these families for. A mere $1.7 million. That's chump change. So anyway, monitoring will work using convenient wireless wearables. Likely wrist and waist. Oh, good. 
How good. First part of the study will be very user-centered. We'll start with two-month deployments in five homes at a time. Yay, and we'll just see what you normally eat, you fat person, you. I mean, okay, good luck, God bless. All right, good luck, God bless. Okay, robots. First, we had a great story of a lady who sent her droid to wait in line to get her new iPhone 6. How tremendous is that? She's got it's really cool looking kind of thing too. It was a little droid had the screen on it, and she could tap into it from wherever she was at uh, with her iPad. It was fantastic. She could check in. The people were cool with it. It's waiting in line. Uh, it was very cool. Had her picture on it, and her little droid is waiting in line. Now apparently she had a little you know a little tent and a little thing set up so it didn't have to get wet because uh, you know obviously it couldn't get wet. So we've got to figure out a way to. Uh, you know, waterproof that bad boy so it can weather some, uh, weather the weather. And uh, very cool. Uh, she said the media company that she works for uh, had a number of robots in the office, and she decided, hey, I want a new iPhone 6. We have to wait in line. I'm going to wait in line with my droid. Really kind of cool. And that is something that will be coming around the bend very, very soon. Uh, and, okay, people want to ban robots. They want to ban sex robots with artificial intelligence. Then they have a company that says, hey, uh, you can buy our robots, but you have to say no sex with our robots. Okay. So, A, we've got... They're saying that the sex with robots is almost here, okay, almost here, but uh, the world, they're talking about uh, Roxy, which is the world's first sex robot. You know, look, there are plenty of, I guess they're not robots, they're more toys than anything, but they're life toys. Isn't that what a sex robot is? A life toy? Uh that will be out uh, soon. I mean, I, I, I would, I don't know, within a year, will be just the simple sex robot. So what they're saying is these other people want to say, well, if it's got uh, intelligence, artificial intelligence, uh, we don't want that to be the uh, sex robot. Uh, okay. And then uh, the creators of Pepper, the emotional robot, have forbidden users from using it for sexual purposes. Okay, so I can buy Pepper, but I have to agree, nope, no sex. All right, that's the deal you want, that's the deal you get, okay? All right, happy to do it. And now I'm ticked too about at Samsung. Uh, they just released where they're going to have their new virtual reality glasses. Really cool, hundred bucks. However, my Samsung Galaxy S5 doesn't fit. Okay, I was I was like, all right, very cool. I got it's a hundred bucks. It's it's lighter. It's stronger. It's a little bit more durable. And I just, you know, the phone snaps into it. My Samsung slaps into it. Oh, uh, yeah, no, Jeff, uh, yours doesn't, okay? You have to have the Galaxy Note 5, the S6 Edge, the S6, 
the S6 Edge. But your S5, uh, yeah, no. Uh, that's not happening. I love my S5. So I'm going to have to move up just because I want the virtual reality glasses. Some of you would say, Jeff, why do you, you don't even need the virtual reality glasses? I mean, that would be crazy. Uh-huh. And Target. Just had a big union battle warfare uh, in New York, and they voted to form a union. Good for you. Brooklyn Target stores forming a union. Good for you. Because Target will just go to robots. They're already looking and investing into more robots to do more human jobs. More robots. Less humans. And if you've seen the Amazon warehouse, which is absolutely fascinating, there's a video. I'll I'll find it and and post it uh, on my Facebook, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio, and my Twitter, at JeffyMRA, of the video Amazon Warehouse at work with the robots and the people, the real humans and real robots working together. And it is fascinating. And that's what's going to happen there, Target. So good for you. Congratulations for voting to go to the union because yay. Yay for you. Yay for you. We're going to be a union and we're going to make more money and we you are going to pay us more money. And I saw where they just said that you chains in Washington, you're going to have to pay higher higher minimum wage too it still counts for you and you're going to have to pay all kinds of money. Okay, no problem. Uh boy, wish we could use your help, but we don't need you anymore. We've got a robot. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You know, I feel this, I don't know, I I think my kids are sick. Everybody's saying it's allergies. People walking around this building all week look like they were sick, and everybody says it's allergies. And then I get up this morning, and I feel like I've got, I'm sick. Are you telling me i got allergies? Or what? I mean, my kids are homeschooled, so... That's one of the saving graces of being homeschooled. All these other kids are sick and uh, from school, so my kids, they do go out and, and play with other children. Uh, they do go to scouting events and sporting events with other children, but they don't have to spend that extra amount of time in that classroom with all those other kids hacking and yapping and breathing. And, you know. So, I mean, that's been a blessing that uh, my my kids don't get sick near as often as many of the other kids since we started homeschooling. But now I feel like, ugh, if I if I'm getting sick, uh, that's it. I want to know. I want to know why. I want to know why. And then I come in this morning and I see. <laughs> I see a story on 
different items that make us sick and spread germs. And I think, well, maybe that's not such a good thing. Am I becoming a germaphobe? I think I am. I think I almost am. I mean, I never really was. And then I kind of fell into it where, you know, you kind of think, oh, I'm not going to do that and don't touch that. And uh, then it, it gets worse. And then I look at this list and I think, oh, my gosh. Where, where, where do I need to be? Do I need to be walking around in like a bubble suit or something? Because think of these. Okay, the way to spread germs. Think of these. Birthday cake. Huh? You ever think of that? With the candles on top. You blow out the candles and all you've done is spray your breath and spit all over the top of that cake. And then let's take the candles off and cut it up and share it with everybody. Yay! And then backpacks. How many of us use backpacks? Oh, my gosh. And you you set it on the gym floors, the bus seats, the bathrooms. Nasty. At Kansas State University said that the bottom of a backpack is dirtier than the top of your toilet seat. When's the last time you washed your backpack? I don't know, but you better find one that you can wash. Wash that bad boy at least once a week, I would say. And that's the same as the, the grocery bags, right? The the grocery bags, you ever wash those? You better. You put stuff in there, nobody washes them. Everybody just keeps putting food back in them, and then they throw, put... put Set them back out on the counter. Right? That, that Those of you that don't use plastic anymore, but use the, use the cloth grocery bags because you're so, you're so earth-minded. Make sure you wash those bad boys. You have a loofah in your shower? Who doesn't? No, seriously, who doesn't have a loofah in their shower? But you better soak that bad boy in water and peroxide weekly. Every once in a while, anyway, because the skin cells still are living in that loofah of yours. And you'd think maybe the body wash or something would kill some of that stuff off, but according to this, uh, no. Uh, no, it doesn't. Makeup brushes. Uh, I Man, makeup brushes. You got bacteria on your skin, the old makeup, bacteria from the environment. In the story, it mentions bacteria from the environment, fecal matter. I love the end, end, end all of these with fecal matter because everybody's just like, oh, my God, no. And you get, with the makeup brushes, I mean, you get pink eye, and herpes. Good excuse where you got your herpes from. I must have got it from my makeup brush. This is one that I, I often think of, oh, uh, pump gas. When you're pumping gas with the handle of the, of the oh, man. I mean, for a while, I tried to get into the habit of having a glove or gloves in the trunk so that when I pumped gas, I'd open the trunk, grab a pair of gloves and do that. But I guess, I mean, they're, they're just lazy. It's like I don't have time to open the trunk and get the gloves out and grab the pump, and pump the head, put it back in. I just don't have time for that. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know, everybody, the hundreds of people that touch that thing every day, nasty. 
And then uh, hey, those of you still bowl in the bowling alley, this story mentions eating at a bowling alley. I don't know how many of you still go bowling, but I mean, I guess it's still there's bowling alleys all over America, filled up every week. Plenty of food. I mean, that's their big draw now, right? You go to the bowling alley and you get plenty of food, all kinds of decent, you know, fried up foods, pizzas for the kids, everything. And they're just eating, 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 and then sticking those nasty, greasy fingers right down into that bowling ball finger hole. I don't know if the bowling alley ever sprays those bowling balls or not, but, I mean, you know the part-time person they've got doing that isn't doing that a great job of that. Shopping carts, you know, everybody, a lot of places offer wipes now for the shopping carts, so you're pretty good. But uh, University of Arizona study, here's, here's, another, here's another one. 72% of shopping carts have traces of feces on them. Bathroom mats, oh, bed sheets. Nasty bed sheets. In this story, they say the bed sheets should be, you know, washed uh, every few weeks. Uh, no. How, how about weekly? Okay. Uh, going to the pool, public pool. Oh, yeah. Every person, according to this story, adds 0 to 14 grams of fecal matter. Okay. No more public pool. And if you're a frequent fast food eater, you're going to ingest 12 hairs a year. Good luck, God bless. I think I am now a germaphobe. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Experiment was a success. Begin life force reboot program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Thank you so much for listening to the Blaze Radio Network. Theblaze.com slash radio. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can dial that phone number anytime your little heart desires. There may not be an answer. It may be another broadcast on, but you can still dial it whenever you want. If you wanted to dial it and talk to this show, you got to do it when it's live which is 6A to 8A Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. You can download it at any time and take me with you. Listen to your little heart's content whenever you want. Then you have Michael Pelka, Piero Pelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast. Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags. That's your Saturday. No need to go anywhere else. Sundays, we've got David Barton, Jackie D, Bill Handel, a couple other shows, Gun Talk and Hollywood 360. Then, of course, Monday through Friday, Doc and Skip, some guy named Glenn Beck, Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat and Stu. My gosh. Why would you even think about going anywhere else than the Blaze Radio Network? I know not the answer to that. I know not the answer to that. All right, let's talk a little TV. All right, let's talk a little TV, of which I'm a huge fan. Okay? 
I love, you know, look, radio's my life. I love radio. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else than with you right here on the radio. You and me together. Love it. Okay? But I do enjoy television and, and movies and actors and actresses and films and ideas. And then last week we had the Emmys. And I didn't go over them because they kind of ticked me off. You know, I could have gone over them last Saturday and just kind of talked a little bit about them. But it kind of ticked me off. So then I, I watched. I said, well, the Emmys are on, you know. Okay, we'll give them a little love. So I watched the open of the Emmys. Horrible. Just bad. I went away after that. I couldn't take it. Emmys. You could do so much better, really. Which is just just give the mantle to the late hosts, the late night show hosts. Okay, Corden or Fallon, let them do the let them host it, let them do the open. They'll do it so that it actually, oh, I don't know, is worthy. How about that? Or maybe you give it to uh, our man Chris Hardwick. He does the talking. Talking Dead, right after Walking Dead. He's got his podcast, uh, The Nerdist. He's got his new show, uh, Comedy Central, which is really a, a great. I, mean, I love his his talk about it uh, at midnight. I think, I think it's at midnight that it's called. His idea was that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's about people, and it's about coming together. Huh. Man. Where have I heard that before? I can't figure it out. Where have I heard that before? Huh. Must be. Um, what must be. Oh, I know. The Blaze. Yeah, same kind of thing. It's about the movement. It's about people being together. It's about interacting. So they could let, you know, Chris, Gordon, Fallon, somebody open it up. But they can't let Chris do it, though, because he's affiliated with Walking Dead. And since Walking Dead uh, did not win an Emmy, uh, was not really nominated for any, and then you're going to say, you uh, you people who are the hardcores, they were nominated for an Emmy. What are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. They were nominated for an Emmy. Okay. All right. Were they? Were they? Okay. Here's what they were nominated for. Okay. Outstanding sound editing for a series. Outstanding special visual effects for a series. Outstanding stunt coordination for a drama series, limited series, or movie. Outstanding prosthetic makeup for a series. Stop it. Shut up, Emmys. Outstanding prosthetic makeup. Shut up. Those should just be given to them. Here you go. They don't get any of the actors or actresses. Nothing. Shows. Best show. Nothing. Come on. Come on. Let's see who they picked, shall we? Let's take a look who the outstanding lead actor in a limited series or a movie in 2015. Winner, Richard Jenkins as Henry Kitteridge. Yeah. Boy, that's better than Walking Dead. Let's see outstanding lead actress in a limited series or a movie. Let's see who won. 
Francis McDormand, Olive Kitteridge. Yeah. Boy, you don't you hear people talking about that Kitteridge on the streets every day, don't you? Oh wait. No, no, you don't. And of course we had to give the outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, uh, Jeffrey Tambor, as transparent for Amazon, of course. Everybody loves him. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Oh, could that be possibly a, an award that someone from Walking Dead could win? We're going to give it to John Hamm. They finally gave it to John Hamm after a thousand years of, you know, Mad Men. Mad Men is over now. Oh, we've got to give it to John now. The show is over. We've got to pay our respects to Mad Men. Another AMC classic television series. So at least AMC got that. Did they get an actress? Let's see. Drama series actress. Who won the actress? Viola Davis. Annalise Keating. How to get away with murder. Hmm. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Emmys. Wake up. At least they had, uh, you know, House of Cards, Kevin Spacey nominated for the best actor, one of the best actors. At least they threw Netflix a bone. And they gave Bloodline a bone, too, with Kyle Chandler uh, as John Rayburn, which is, hey, actually, that was a great show on Netflix, and their second season is, is I believe, uh, coming up soon. Uh, it's called Bloodline, Netflix original. Fantastic. So, uh, you know, and Better Call Saul was in there, another AMC. Maybe they just thought, hey, you know what? We've given AMC just a little bit too much. We can't do that, can we? No, we can't. And then, of course, we, you know, we gave Maggie Gyllenhaal. She was nominated for some piece of garbage show. And then there's a big story on her too. Maggie Gyllenhaal signs on for The Deuce, HBO's porn industry focused drama pilot. Why do people like her? I can't take her. I mean, okay, Maggie, if you're listening. I love you, but your work, agonizing, okay? Sorry, but your work is just agonizing, okay? Uh, Let's see, fall TV ratings uh, down. Huh, wonder why that could be, wonder why that could be. I don't know, maybe Netflix, HBO, maybe all the other channels that are producing Good programming are up against the great NBC, ABC, CBS. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And, of course, the ratings for Fear, The Walking Dead. They keep going down, down, down. And if you've been watching it, if you've stuck with it this long, you're like me. You're a Walking Dead fan, and you just you watch it for the Walking Dead promos. <laughs> I'm at the point now in this show. I, I mean, I, I could walk. I could walk away. I won't, but I could, because the Walking Dead original series, new season, October 11th, and you'll hear the podcast uh, with myself and Aaron Hernandez, uh, my one of my producers in New York. Uh, joins me on uh, the Talking Walking Dead podcast uh, each week. And, uh, you know, we discuss the happenings and look for the future of The Walking Dead. 
It's called Talking Walking Dead, and you of course can get that at uh, you know theblaze dot com slash radio. It's the you know the Jeff Fisher Show podcast. Uh, it's a separate podcast. Just download it. You know, you know what to do. You know to take me with you. I know. I know you know what to do. Now, Aaron, I know we're not doing a podcast for fear. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> Thank God, because the ratings have been slipping down, down, down. Um, we're at what episode four now or something? Yep, number four. Uh, this last week, I could have walked away. I, I, I could have re- walked away. Very disappointing. The reason why the ratings are slipping is because it kind of sucks. <laughs> I can quote you on that? You could quote me on it. I, I, I do like that a lot. I have and fa- we've already, I'm very, uh, I'm very, uh, they've got to be struggling uh, right now behind the scenes of Fear of the Walking Dead because Prior to even it starting to air, they re-upped it for 20 episodes. Yeah. It hadn't even aired yet, and they re-upped it for 20 episodes. And if it's like this, pull the plug. That's a gutsy move on their end. uh, It sure is. Because that's a value spot. That's a very valuable spot. And it's, you know, they're living off, they're living off, well, give them that they're, you know, right now, they're living off just Walking Dead. Walking Dead's not on. People are just, you know, it's by default. And, you know, the ratings are slipping because even by default, people are like, I can't take it. Yeah. I mean, AMC, I mean, they're a great network, but I mean, what else are they producing right now that's really drawing the numbers that the original Walking Dead is? And well, you know, Saul did. You know, Saul's I mean, doing and, great. And Mad Men had some numbers for them. So, I mean, they, they are, they're producing a little content that is True, but Mad Men's over them. and really all they have is, uh, it's, uh, you know, Better Call Saul and The Walking Dead. You know, right. they're down two really popular shows, Breaking Bad. And yes, uh, they are. Yes, so they, they got to do something quick with this series. They got to make the characters interesting because the lead, one of the leads is a wimp. And you're just like, oh, where's this going? The only interesting characters are being killed off. And uh, it's kind of running right? in circles. So, uh, I mean, you know, and I'm, I'm an L.A. native. I was born in Los Angeles. grew up there. And uh, quite frankly, I want to see some zombie cholos pretty soon <laughs> or else this isn't going to work out for me. <laughs> okay, but the characters, none of them. May, well, I shouldn't say none of them because one of them actually, uh, the the one, the old guy. Yeah, uh, he is someone that you know I'm willing to put my arms around. Totally. Um, the the none of none of the other characters have done anything to make me actually like them. Maybe the mom. Mom has started to maybe come around a little bit, but still not much. Yeah, they're all a bunch of momos. I hope I literally hope they all get eaten, and then the show is just <laughs> off the line, dude. Yeah, the end. Just the end. Let's come on. Let's start it up anew. <laughs> this thing has so much potential, and uh, it's going. I the way know. Of the I don't understand, and it's. Too, I mean, obviously, it's too late now because these six were already done. Yeah. I mean, these six are in the can, so you can't. There's no time to go back and redo. Uh, what you've already done so that's why i'm kind of sticking with it i'm hoping that you know i'll ride these six out for until we get to the you know thank god the promos at least for the real walking dead run during this show saves that's what saves this show for me yeah and 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 they ought to just put a new two new promos for the october 11th uh premiere during the fear of walking dead i'll stay with them forever the promos look better than most of the episode for sure i thank you for sure so what the, I mean, we've already got these six in the can. So I mean, you really have to. They have got to be. Uh, they got to be 
hitting the bricks. Now, hard. I, are they shooting already for the for the next twenty? I, re- I really don't know that because I if don't they're not, they, they gotta hit. They gotta they gotta go to the writers and be like, "Yo, it doesn't matter. Even if they are, even if they are filming already, so what? Yeah. I mean, they need somebody needs to walk in and and slam the books on the table and say this needs to end. Yeah, I, I don't know what Robert Kirkman, who's the creator of the show, uh, I know he has a, a big uh, role. In, in this new new uh, series, I don't know what he's thinking, man. I really don't. I mean, because he has. Su- I mean, it's such a good story. Going back to the comic books and going to the show for the original Walking Dead, and uh, he's a very creative and talented writer. I just don't know where uh, you know his vision is for this new show. Well, his vision. I I I, I, I kind of get the vision. I do get that. Uh, you know, the vision of creating uh, some characters, and you see it from the very beginning. And you get an idea of of what happened, uh, you know, in this big area, and it's the very beginning. Yeah. And people aren't quite sure yet, but they they want to believe that everything's going to get better. But you know, you you start to see that it's not, and you have you have a couple people that have lived through a couple of uh, uh, not you know end of time plagues, but takeovers, coups from coups from. Uh, uh, communist dictators, so they kind of see uh, how the military and they've lived through that, and they know that it's not going to get better. We need to fight our way out and get out of here. And uh, but the problem, Robert, is that your characters suck. They stink. Why do I care about a junkie? Why do I care about the the dad who doesn't even want his kid to look at a gun? I know, I got it. He's an LA teacher. I got it. Get over it. Um, you know, I just, I just, I, please, Robert, please. I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this, Robert Kirkman. You and I, you and me, buddy. I know you're here. I know you're listening to me. You and me. Yeah, you got nothing else to do but listen to me. Uh, I'm gonna stick with you for these six, okay? And then we're gonna be October 11th. I'm gonna stick with you with these six. And then, then you and I are gonna talk, and we're gonna get the next twenty for fear working okay oh you're welcome this is the jeff fisher show on the blaze radio network This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Yes, it is. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter, at Jeff EMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, Jeff EMRA. Now, I've got a lot of great stories to get to yet today. I mean, we've, I haven't even scratched the surface. But look, it's, look, you're going into the week. It's the weekend, you're going into the weekend, you're going into the week, it's climate chaos, it's super moon, uh, you know, everything, the world's going to heck, and you're going to be running around with your kids if you have children, and you're going to want to, you know, keep them entertained. So here's a couple of jokes for the kids, just, you know, just before we get back into actual real stories, just take these with you, for you and the kids, when you're driving around today, and you think, boy, my kid needs to smile, here you go. What does a buffalo say to his son going off to college? Bye, son. 
What do you call a cow that doesn't give any milk? A milk dud. Where do animals go when they lose their tail? The retail store. How do you get a tissue to dance? Get a little boogie in it. (laughs) Where did the car go to jail? Oh, no, why did the car go to jail? It was charged with batteries. (laughs) What do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef, of course. And when you're out driving around with the kids and you think, come on, little Billy needs a smile. Ask him, hey, Billy, how does a train eat? It goes chew, chew. (laughs) And then you and the kid have something to laugh about together, okay? You're welcome. You're welcome. And when your kid says, oh, man, dad, mom, those are bad, you can say, yeah, well, come up with one yourself then, kid. I'm doing the best I can here, all right? What do you call a cow that doesn't give any milk? I call I still call it a milk dud. Okay, kid? All right. <laughs> Sad. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Welcome to it. Uh, You know, last week, last week we told you about the art project with the white only signs to the bathrooms. Uh, at the University of Buffalo, and the outrage of racism until the black student stood up and said, uh, Ashley Powell stood up and said, um, yeah, it was an art project. So I did it, and all you people all wound up about racism. Uh, no, uh, no, it's not the, not the way it is. Well, this week we had the University of Delaware. They reported seeing nooses hung from the tree. All over. They staged a protest. They were all upset. Nooses hanging around a tree at the University of Delaware. Now, Nancy Target. Nancy Target. Acting president of the University of Delaware. Immediately started tweeting, UDE police is investigating the hate crime. We need to stand together against intolerance. Call 831-2222 if you saw anything. Hashtag Voices of Udell. Already promoting the fact that it's a hate crime. We need to stand together. Okay? 
Um, well, later on in the day, uh, it was tweeted uh, by Ryan uh, Cormier. Uh, hey, University of Delaware, the nooses found on campus last night were actually remnants of paper lanterns. Oh, so then the head of Nancy Target hops back on Twitter. Update at Udell Police determined incident was not a hate crime. Please stand with me on the green at 4.30 p.m. Voices of University of Delaware. Oh, so stand with me uh, on the green uh, because we're going to still get together and party. But listen, we're still we were investigating a hate crime instead of saying we don't know what it is yet. Uh, UDE police investigating. They were investigating a hate crime. They were investigating to see what the problem was, if there was a crime. So, does that matter, though? Does it matter? No. Students at the University of Delaware... Taking it hard after the discovery of an alleged hate crime was just a misunderstanding. Some students even insist the hate crime still occurred. Wait. What? Yes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're here today because we're not returning hate with hate Black Lives Matter protest. Oh, is that is that true? This is not the end. It's not clear what hate Gill was avoiding the return of since there's no hate crime happened. But hey, we're we're still going to be mad because the police are lying and they're covering up a crime. Yeah, we were out there when those lanterns were hanging, though. And we remember that they had to be hanging with something. I don't know. That's how they hung up. From the trees and the poles and the wires. But it's still a hate crime. In fact, we now believe that the lanterns were hate. No, they didn't say that. But I'm saying that. We now believe, hey, you know what? The lanterns, they were hate too. That's what they were hung for. It's unbelievable. Now, obviously, you have to say the disclaimer. Was there hate hate crime in America? Yes, there is. There's nothing good about hate crime. Racism is bad. All lives matter. Got it. Although all lives matter now means that black lives don't. And how did you get there? People have asked me all the time. I'll tell you how you got there. You got there by when black lives matter started screaming, hey, black lives matter, and other people went, wait a minute. No. Black lives do matter, but really all lives matter. They took that as saying, oh, you're blocking out black lives. You just want us to think that you believe all lives matter. But really, you don't care about black lives. And that's why you're saying all lives matter. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, no no problem then. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, black lives do matter. And guess what? All lives don't. That's, that's where we're at. That's pretty much where we're at. But, you know, look, we're investigating the hate crime that wasn't a hate crime that we're still pissed off about because we know it was a fake hate crime, but we're still pissed because guess what? We think it's still a hate crime. Unbelievable.
And for those of you that have read the latest Glenn Beck book, It Is About Islam, uh, we'll be happy to hear that uh, Pamela Geller uh, announced that the Ground Zero Mosque has been defeated. In her article, President Obama pushed for it. Then-Mayor Michael Bloomberg supported it. The media actively campaigned for it. But the people fought it and won. So the mosque that they were fighting for to build at Ground Zero, uh, that's not going to happen. Have a good day. We don't want it here. Okay? We don't want it here. Earlier uh, this week, Yogi Berra died. And you say, who's Yogi Berra? Yogi Berra is uh, famous for playing professional baseball for 100 years. He was in a couple of, he was actually in a couple of commercials not too long ago in the Aflac commercials. And, and uh, you know, people recognize him. But he also, Yogi Berra served in the U.S. Navy during World War II, where he served as a gunner's mate on the attack transport USS Bayfield during the D-Day invasion. He was at Omaha Beach. Okay? And he was confirmed that he also sent to Utah Beach during D-Day invasion. So then, when he got done with his military, he came back to the States and played minor league baseball and then up to the New York Yankees. Okay? Now, he died the, earlier this week at the age of 90. He was an 18-time All-Star. He appeared in 14 World Series as a member of the Yankees, and he won 10 of them. Think about that. And he was a member of the Yankees. He was a Yankee. He was definitely old school baseball. He played for the Yankees. And he was best known for some of his sayings. And he's got sayings. There's lists of them all over. Uh, Because people love to quote Yogi with his sayings. And I loved, first of all, how he got the name Yogi. Um, his real name, uh, Lawrence Peter Barra. Uh, but everyone called him Yogi. When he was a little kid, uh, That he and his friends went to a movie, and in the movie, one of the shorts was about India, and they were showing one of the yogis in India sitting cross-legged, doing what yogis do. And his buddy looked at him and said, hey, it looks like you and you're sitting to wait to get, come up to the plate. And from that point on, his friends called him Yogi. And it was just Yogi Berra from that point on. And that's how names stick. Amazing. And some of my favorite lines from the great legend Yogi Berra. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. You can observe a lot by just watching. One of my one of my all-time favorites. No one goes there nowadays. It's too crowded. Baseball is 90% mental and the other half is physical. <laughs> this one here is worth 
today. A nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. Always go to other people's funerals, otherwise they won't come to yours. We made too many too many wrong mistakes. Another one of my favorites. You better cut that pizza in four pieces. I'm not hungry enough to eat six. <laughs> I usually take a two-hour nap from one to four. Get late early out here. You got to be careful if you don't know where you're going because you might not get there. He hits from both sides of the plate. He's amphibious. It was impossible to get a conversation going. Everybody was talking too much. I don't know if they were men or women fans running naked across the field. They had bags over their heads. I'm not going to buy my kids an encyclopedia. Let them walk to school like I did. On the 1973 Mets, we were overwhelming underdogs. The towels were so thick, I could hardly close my suitcase. Little League Baseball is a very good thing because it keeps the parents off the streets. And a classic that you could replace baseball with radio. If I didn't make it in baseball, I wouldn't have made it working. I didn't like to work. Yogi Berra, dead at the age of 90. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. That it is. That it is. Michael Pelka, Pura coming up immediately following this broadcast with his special gift just for you today. And then Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags. That rounds up your Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. So I see a story about a doll that I'm supposed to, uh, you know, be have fun with. And it... Uh, is a doll with the menstrual pads and it teaches girls about their periods. And it makes me think, hmm, do we need those dolls? Maybe we do. Maybe parents are scared to talk to their kids. Maybe moms are scared to talk to their daughters about real life things. I don't know that. But it just makes me think twice when I see the doll because, you know, the unrealistic thing about a Barbie doll is she never does Never reaches that time of the month with the Barbie doll. Okay. And, and, huh, it's the, the, the body looks like just a Barbie doll. Doesn't have an average woman's body proportions either. So, okay. We need to have that. We need to have a doll that has average girl proportions and has a menstrual cycle. So you know exactly what's going on. So Lamity can play. And I think, okay, you know, do we do we need, do we not need? And then I see, for some reason, don't ask why. Just don't ask, okay? Don't ask me. 
but I see a story about Walt Disney made a cartoon about menstruation back in 1946, 47. The story of menstruation. Uh, 46. Now, I have not actually watched the 10, 11-minute video yet, but I will. And I'll report back to you if you don't want to watch it. I'll, I'll post it on uh, Jeff Fisher Radio, my Facebook page, and uh, my Twitter, at uh, JeffyMRA. And you can uh, you can watch it yourself, or you can wait for me to report back someday. Because it looks like it's going to be very, very exciting. Now, how many of us have waited in line at a drive through I have. Waited in line and stinks, right? I mean, you're bummed. Some places are better than others. Sometimes you get in line and then they're making food and they got caught and there's 10 cars. You're waiting in line, right? So how come this never happened when I'm waiting in line? This couple waiting in line at a drive-thru has to wait. So they decided to get amorous and have what the judge called turned their car into a human zoo the judge said your animalistic lust led to the two of you to abandon any shred of decency and self-respect turned your car into a human zoo okay as horrific as that is and i mean just horrific i would have to turn away once in a while just to turn back and believe what i'm seeing why doesn't that happen when I'm in the drive-thru lane? Why do I have to read about a story like that? When I'm in the drive-thru lane, I'm smelling exhaust fumes and waiting for some family to get $80 worth of fast food instead of instead of this couple. This couple going crazy. Very sad. Very sad. All right. Has anyone, look at you, has anyone told you you look great today? No. Well, you do. You look fantastic, and I mean that. Not in a Donald Trump way, in a Jeffy way. <laughs> but uh, you, uh, you really aren't going to wear that all day, are you? Ooh, okay. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.